Hey, all you beauties, and welcome to the Coffee and Concealer Podcast. We are Chen and Jane, the hosts of this show. If you are a mama, an entrepreneur, or someone who wants to be the best they can be while holding that mama fort down and not forgetting yourself in the process, then this podcast is for you. You can find out more or connect with us over at coffeeandconcealerpodcast.com or on Instagram. So go pour a hot cup of coffee and let's dive into today's episode. Welcome to the Coffee and Concealer podcast. Today we have a very special guest. This is Allison. Welcome, Allison. Hi. This is James. We were just talking off air about like how long they've been friends. I think they're almost 10 years. Do you guys want to explain a little bit more? Yeah, we're pretty, we're pretty close to 10 years, aren't we? I think so. I feel like I have like my life pre-Jane and then like my life with Jane. (laughs) And what's better? (laughs) Clearly my life with you. But I like I don't remember like when Jane like infiltrated my life because it's just like always been there. Like I remember when we met. I don't remember I don't remember dates or anything like that. But you came to a choir concert. Okay. This is how cool I am. It was a choir concert and it was Calgary versus Lethbridge. Oh. Do you remember that? Yes. Okay. Let me tell you a story about this concert because no one else around me saw this, but I remember it distinctively. So Lethbridge, shout out to Lethbridge, they were up recording and we were standing behind them. So they would do a song, we'd do a song, they'd do a song, we'd do a song kind of thing. And I was on the front, the front row, you guys, this makes me laugh even now. They got up to sing. Oh my God, I shouldn't laugh. Oh gosh, Okay. <laughs> This is not funny, but it is funny. So they had a pregnant woman in the in their choir. And being pregnant, like I'm not pregnant right now, but having gone through pregnancy, I relate way too much. But she, she stood up to sing. Okay, I'm so sorry. Get it together. She stood up to sing and she was right in front of me. And right when they finished their song, they were about to go into another bit of the song. And she full on farted but so loud no no wait it gets better the best part was is her skirt blew in the wind right right in front of me. Oh my gosh. <laughs> i was sitting there silently laughing trying so hard to control myself but i was on the front row but on the end and she was on the end no one else around me clued in that it was her that had thought and i get it your body does crazy things when you're pregnant but it was the wind and the way her skirt moved and it was right when it was silent and no one said no one did a thing. oh my no one did a thing they were just like stood there and then went into the next song because they're professionals and i was not apparently and I was, tr- I, I couldn't stop laughing. I was silently laughing to the point where like tears were streaming down okay. my face. Sidebar, are you not, it just like clued into me. Are you not like almost like a Barton Bella from like whatever that me? movie is? Yeah. yeah, she is. Yeah. yeah. What is it yeah. called? So <laughs> we were, they've changed their name now. We were called The Fading Point. Okay. And so we... It's like acapella, right? Yeah, I was in an acapella group. There was nine of us. In the States or in Canada? 
This was in the States. And oh. so we toured around oh primarily the Southern States, but we went up. Um, Bella? We have a, what did you call Faded Point? We have it's a called The Fading Point. <laughs> There's an album on iTunes, but that was released the year I came into it, but I wasn't on it. It was from the previous year. But yeah, I was in a singing group for that. But this was even before that. Mm-hmm. this singing group that I was in, this choir I was in. And that's how I met you because you had been brought, Alison, by a friend, a mutual friend to come. Yeah. And that's and then afterwards they had like a mixer and so we got to meet all the people from Lethbridge and mingle with them. And yeah. And then there. I was there and then we were hanging out like me and Jane and like our mutual friend were hanging out. And I remember leaving. I don't think Jane knows I know this or even remembers. But I remember I was leaving because you guys were like walking me out like the doors to my car. And I went out the doors. And just as the doors were closing, Jane was like, I really like her. (laughs) (laughs) And And I don't think she knew I heard that. And I was like, I left and I was like, I really like her too. Oh my, oh my word. God. Imagine if I just said, what a hoe bag. Like, why is she here? Can I still you feel like we would have been friends somehow. We it's true. <laughs> we ended up living together, didn't yeah, we? Yeah, we lived together too. forever. I feel like you have yeah, up until admit, I got like engaged. No one knows you better except for your husband than Allison, correct? Pretty much, Pretty much yeah. yeah. Okay, I feel like that's how you've told me about Allison before. She knows, like, she knows the scam. When you live together with someone, holy dooly, do you Oh, the oh. best part was, so when we lived together, Shut up, I had... This story. No, I'm not telling that story. Okay. I had, like, my own... I had the master bedroom in, like, the big house we were living in, so I had my own bathroom. And then, the like, the main bathroom of the house, the showers, like, the shower wall was the same oh, wall. Yes. So Jane and I would be, like, each in a separate shower, but we would talk to each other. Through the wall. <laughs> through the wall. Oh, my gosh. While we'd be in the shower. It was so great. It was so funny. It. So much red hair everywhere, I'm sure. Oh, my God. My hair was everywhere. That was such a fun place to live, too. That was. Oh, my goodness. Okay, so you guys are obviously still friends now. Um, Do you want to talk about, like, how your friendship has changed from 10 years ago to now? Has it changed? Is it exactly the same? I feel like we've grown, and, like, you've, like, clearly gotten married and become a mom, and I'm still very much single. (laughs) Not for long. And so... Like, I think that way, like, we've grown and we've changed, but I feel like our friendship has stayed, yeah. like, the it's same. Same. We're, like, it's still consistent because even yeah. when I lived in Virginia, you came, you flew out to Virginia yeah. and we went up to DC together and we had some fun there. Yeah, we've done, oh, we've gone on trips together. We went and saw yeah. Adele in concert. Remember that? Yes. Best trip of my life. Oh, my goodness. Mm-hmm. That was so good. That was yeah, so and, fun. And when you were in the States, we would have, like, FaceTime dates where we were both in school and we just put FaceTime on and do homework together. Yeah, literally, oh like, gosh, study I dates. Yeah. yeah. I love it. Okay, well, then, usually we get to know our guests with a couple questions. I'm obviously going to leave that up to Jane because I'm not <laughs> sure what I would ask you. I would love to. I'm going to get to know you better through these questions. So, Jane, do you want to ask a couple questions? Okay. So, yes. Um, now, these are related to why you're actually on the podcast. Just like, you know, so Allison is here because Allison is a nanny. You are a nanny for um, 
a medical family, correct? Yes, yeah. Yes. You've been nannying for how long, would you say? Like eight years. Like, oh my goodness. For the same family? No, not for the same family. I've done, this is my third family I've like full-time nannied for. Yeah. Okay. So my question, my questions <laughs> are what I'm sure everyone who's ever hired a nanny wants to know. Okay. So the first one, have you ever snooped? I personally have never snooped. Are you just lying? No, but listen, but listen, but listen, because of the type of nannying I do, I already know where everything is because I'm the nanny that like does the laundry, puts the laundry away. Like I house it for these people. I know where everything already is. So I'm just saying if you have like adult fun time toys, I... You know where they are. I know where they are because clearly I've like put things away and just been like, oh, I thought it went here. And no, no, not put those things away. But like, like, clean this for me, please. Yeah, no, never. (laughs) But (laughs) no, not those. But I'd be like putting like, be like, oh, somebody's like watch and like bracelet and ring is like left out on the counter. I'm clearly going to go put those away. So I don't have the toys. No. <laughs> and then, you know, Who you open the up toys a... in that kind of place. <laughs> you open up a drawer. Ring, toy. Like necklace. You open up a drawer. Like, you're just thinking, okay, I'll put them in this drawer. And then you open them up and you're like, never mind. I won't put it in this drawer. <laughs> type oh. thing. So I like don't really snoop, but I know where everything is just because of the type of nannying I do so even when you have a new family you don't go what are these creepos hiding because that's what I would do this is why I'm not a nanny but I'd be like mm, let me figure out don't and hire me do an Instagram story and be like oh my gosh like what I found I totally would I'd be like guys come with me no, I'm going like, on an no adventure to nanny and every family I've like worked for has moved at some point in my employment. So trust me, like nothing now phases me <laughs> when I like find it or see it because like when you're moving, everything is out in the open and you can't really hide stuff. And just saying, if you have kids, trust me, your kids find it first and bring it to me and go, hey, what is this? And you just go, hey, I'll take this and put it away somewhere. Tom toy, Tom toy. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay, so this then brings me to my next question. Um, what do you think about nanny camps? And have you ever been in a house that has them? I... So nanny cams are a very, like, interesting thing to have in a house. People have them, but I believe it's a law in Canada. You have to let your, like, nanny know they are being watched. And there's only, like, certain places you can put them in. I have heard horror stories about nanny cams. Like, nanny cams being found in bathrooms and in, like, bedrooms and stuff. Yeah, horror stories. (laughs) Um, So for me, I'm like, sure, like if you have one in the living room, if you have one in the kitchen, like it's fine to me because I'm like, I would never do anything to your child. Right, I, like, I, I get it's protecting both parties, yeah. really. It protects the child and it protects you as yeah. the worker. But I would just be worried that I'd pick a wedgie on it. Oh, I'm sure, like... Jen, you're laughing, but it's... <laughs> oh, how, 100%. When you're a 
around your house, you aimlessly do these things or you fix your boobs or something, right? 100%. And I'm sure like if there were cameras, like I've never, I've never nannied full-time in a house that has had cameras. I've nannied part-time in a house that had cameras and it was literally just there to watch their child because their child was special needs. So like their child would get out of bed. They weren't supposed to, that type of thing. Uh, They have seen like me, like literally like, you know, fix my boobs, like pick a wedgie, like, you know, just stand there and like shake it out because I was stressed. Yeah. (laughs) So to me, I'm like, they just become second nature because they're just there if they are there. Um, But some people who nanny hate them and will refuse to nanny in a house that has them. Are they pretty standard with medical families? No, I've never had one. Oh, okay. Yeah. So I've never had them, but they're out there and they're getting trickier and trickier to spot. Like normally people, like you can tell they have them because they'll have like security cameras as well as around the house. But now you can go on Amazon and purchase like the box to charge like your phone and stuff that to put the cord in that can have a nanny camera in it oh my gosh like yeah like you can have them in the outlets if you wanted to that's so creepy at the end of the day are you pro or anti nanny cam that oh my goodness like you have two families they're absolutely great both of them on paper everything's good but this one believes in a nanny camera and this one which one would you choose? Oh my goodness. I think I would probably go non-nanny camera just because that's what I'm like 100% used to. But yeah, that's what I would go with, non-nanny camera. That's what I would do too because I would be snooping. James is rifling through the toy drawer. Oh my word. I remember I used to like nanny over summers kind of thing. And I remember a family had a nanny camera. And I didn't know about it until I found it. And I wasn't snooping. It wasn't, it was in clear view kind of thing. And I was like, all right, all right. So you're watching everything I do. You see your pancakes that you left out? I'm eating one. Oh yeah. Kind of thing. And they, they were totally fine with it. When they got home, I was like, I saw you guys watching me on your nanny camera. And it was because it was, we had a great relationship. So it wasn't me being a small Alec to them or anything like that but it was just more funny they're like oh yeah we saw you eat that pancake that sounds really sexual it was not in a sexual <laughs> you know what I mean I was like yeah there, and the, the wife was like we didn't care at all like you're totally yeah, fine I, like I've known families before who've started with nanny cams and then they get used to their nanny and then they like take them away yeah well, kind of understand it like if you pull yourself out of the nanny position someone's in your home with your children 40 hours a week so like I kind of understand it not to say yeah. I meet that person but like I understand especially let's just say there's like a month grace period where you have it and then yeah. you're you're trusting and you pull it right yeah and like I know like daycares and like ho- like home care people they have them so parents can pop in and see what their child's doing during the day right because that is a long time to be away from your children like I understand that 100% well on the horror stories that we've heard yeah right Mm -hmm. I get why parents do it it's just not my forte if I was a nanny but I totally see why parents do it because heaven forbid heaven forbid knocking on wood that something happened to their child now they've got 
they've got proof. Yeah. Right? I don't know if you remember the story that I shared. I want to say like you do. So it was a client of mine, a very dear client of mine, and they lived in the north of the city and they got wind that their little boy was basically locked in a bedroom with multiple other children. And if you were upstairs in the room, I think the door, there was like three bedrooms and the doors were all tied together with yeah, room my goodness. so that they couldn't open. This little boy was like brave enough when he called out to her to, and she didn't answer. He was skinny enough to kind of slip through the door and go downstairs. And he <sighs> opened the, the door into the garage and their like alarm went off a little bit to like let someone know that someone was in the garage. This lady was like walking around walking her dog, claiming that she was like looking for this boy. And there are charges pending against this woman. Um, But basically he slipped out and ran to the neighbors and was like, she's not here. And he's like, what do you mean? She's not here. There's like six of you in the house that she's supposed to be watching. And she claimed that she was out in the neighborhood looking for this little boy who had never even left the house. It was just this huge thing. And now this family, I just saw her post the other day that he's in this amazing day home now. And they're like sending her pictures and like reassuring her. So in instances like that, that I get 100%. Oh, 100%. And that's like, I've heard so many horror stories like that. And they break my heart every uh-huh. single time. Because I'm just like, why? That's criminal. That yeah. is 100% that is criminal. She's, she's being charged in a court of law, 100%. Does she have children herself? Do you know? I think she has one or two. And the one I think was walking the neighborhood with her, claiming to look for this little boy. But the police were like, what do you mean? Like, how would you have known? He literally left the house to go to the neighbor's house. He hadn't left. Yeah. So anyways, I get it. I get nervous when one of the like little girls I nanny right now is like in the basement and I can't see them. I'm like, where did they go? Mm -hmm. (sighs) No, exactly. I can't even. It's a scary world out there. Yeah. Uh, okay. But that is like such a downer of a question now. <laughs> I'm just thinking like if that was my kid, I'd, I would end up in jail because I'd kill. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, 100%. I know for a hundred, I know, can guarantee Zach would beat me to it. Um, mm-hmm. I would he would. too. So it's just like, it's abuse it's absolutely disgusting 100%, yeah. i hope that she goes to jail for that mm-hmm. she'd never be allowed around children again either but that's just yeah. my opinion uh, okay next question how do you respond to the term because I've, I've seen it out there glorified babysitters <sighs> okay <laughs> this is so this is so controversial. Babysitting and nannying, two very separate things. This people don't really understand. We are two very separate people. When you are a nanny, you are there 30 plus hours a week. I have been up to a hundred hours in a like a week with a, like with children. And I am there cooking. I am there cleaning. I now in this pandemic am there teaching your children. I am there walking your dog. I am there scheduling your life, pretty much your children's life, your life, you name it. I'm going to do it. Babysitting is you come in for a Friday night for four-ish hours. You may feed the child, put the kid to bed. 
and then you can sit down and like watch TV or do whatever you want mm-hmm. type thing. Nannying, think of a stay-at-home mom. Like that is what I'm doing. I just get the benefit of being paid for it. Yeah, you're you are you're literally coming in to step yeah. in for that mother. Yeah. Whereas a babysitter is there for just temporary guardianship, even yeah. not yeah. even a guardianship. It's just like, hey, I'm going to make sure your kid doesn't die, kind of thing. Yeah. Um. So, and, do people ever say that to you? Oh, so you're just a glorified babysitter? I have gotten. Oh, so you just babysit? And I'm like, no. Like you can't. Most people can't make a living off of just babysitting. I'm sure there are people out there who make a living off of babysitting. Great. Good for them. Nannying is a career for a ton of people. Like this is what they do for the rest of their lives. I know people who've been with the same family for 15 plus years. Like they've just been there since day one and are there until the child is like 18 and then they leave. Wow. Like instilling values into kids, like Like, bringing your life into theirs. Yeah. Like I help raise these children. I like become part of the family. I, I personally call like if grandparents are like involved in the family, I will call them by whatever the children call them. Like clearly I know their first names as well, but I will call them. I've always called like grandparents, like grandma or grandpa or whatever, the children call them unless somebody says hey can you call me by my actual name Uh okay Okay. um so what do you do then going off of like you're installing the values in what do you do when you're with a family who may be who may not be like same religion have the same upbringing as you don't believe in like the same principles like for instance in our family in my family we don't drink alcohol Mm -hmm. so if we were to hire a nanny and this is probably the worst example because legally they shouldn't be drinking till 18 anyway but if (laughs) if if the nanny was like oh no you can have that that's fine like what how do you gauge that so with me I kind of just go off of what the family like what their values are even if they don't align with mine I know some people will just not work for those families if their values don't align I personally think I'm like I'm fine with it I don't think it for me it's a problem because I the world does not see is not the same as you see it like even though Jane and I are best friends we see the world differently mm-hmm. and children should be able to see the world that way so if you have a nanny that sees the world exactly the same as you I feel like that makes it a little bit harder because your children are not learning about the world and so all the families I've nannying for are not religious they like I work for doctors right now. They are scientists. They believe 100% in science. Mm-hmm. Religion does not phase them whatsoever. It's not on their radar. Clearly mm-hmm. my values are different than that, but that's okay. Mm-hmm. Like we still like the six-year-old right now, she is asking all these questions about life and the meaning of life. And the one day she looked at me and she's like, do you believe in angels? And then oh. she asked, what are angels and I'm like okay we're having this conversation Mm. and so she can learn like what I believe angels are then she went and asked her mom and her mom gave her her answer on what angels are so she's able to come up with her own 
answer from what she's learned from different perspectives. Okay, so going off of that, if you were to babysit, I'm giving like, this is a tough example, but I'm genuinely curious (laughs) how people would do it. But if you were to, if you were to nanny for a family and you'd been with this family for a long time and then a a topic came up, something super controversial, just... um, I'm trying to think, but let's say like abortion, um, LGBTQ rights, things like that. Mm. How do you deal with those really controversial topics that to your core you strongly believe in, but the family might see it differently? How do you how do you judge on that? That's I, really hard because it's not your kid. Yeah. And so that is hard. So I then go, hey, that's a question maybe we should ask mom and dad about, or that's a question maybe we can find some books about and like find like different, like educational from an educational standpoint books um, about it. That's something that I would not answer myself because it's like a a boundary line that you just cross. Yeah. And it's not my place to to answer that right because it's not my child Mm -hmm. and so after they had that conversation with mom or dad or whoever is their legal guardian and like they've done their research and come up with their own ideas yeah then sure we can have like a little conversation about it but until then I yeah I just don't answer that question or the topic comes up a lot right now um with my job of babies Allison what do you know about babies because they're six and they're three like their parents are both doctors and I always ask them well what do you know about babies that's so I always bring it back to them to see where they are because clearly if they're asking a question they want to know an answer yes so I ask always ask them what do they know and then that gives me a sense of where they are in it so then I know what I can talk about compared to just jumping into something and being like oh hey this is where babies come from and then being like what I think their their parents will give a very doctor answer to that question yeah and so lots of times I'll be like hey you remember mom and dad are doctors they know a lot more than I know I'll be like and then there was an embryo and the kids will be like (laughs) Well, they know, like the six-year-old knows this, like she knows pretty much how babies are made, like. (laughs) How a child's conceived, all the way up till birth. They just know it. It's a zygote stage. You know, about like menstrual cycles and all the things. Well, she asked about that the other day too. And her mom said, we'll talk about that when you're nine. I have boys, (laughs) smokers. Oh my God. But yeah, like there are questions that I will not answer because it's not my place. No. To answer them. Uh, that's a, that's a really good answer. <laughs> mm-hmm. I just think even now, just especially if we look at this past year, in our world mm-hmm. has had so many controversial things come up, and it's been very this way or this way, and there's just been anger. I feel in the middle from both sides, and that's how they each side has reacted. And I even remember Lexi, who was only who saw something on the TV and turned to me and asked me about it. And it was like, as the parent, I was like, how the heck do I answer this question? How do I explain to her what is going on? And so, and that's my kid. I'm allowed to teach her whatever I want to teach her. So that would be really difficult, especially with this past year, being the person stepping into that role, Mm -hmm. having to then, oh, 
oh, having to then teach it, that would be very difficult. So thank you for your honest answer. Oh, last welcome. fun question. These were supposed to be fun. They're not. <laughs> my, last, my last. Okay. Let's talk about hot dads. Oh, let's just cool. let's just talk about the hot dads for a second, okay? This is where we're gonna land. Deep down, Allison, have you ever had this is a layered question, okay? Okay. So layer one. How many hot dads? How many hot okay, I'm just saying. I like don't want to say the number out loud because I don't know if my bosses would ever listen. <laughs> But you've had some. Yes, I've had some. Yes. Okay. Tiger Woods or Jude Law, who would you pick? Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, that's a good one. Right? <gasps> I'm going to go with Jude Law. I would, too, because The Holiday is one of the best movies ever. Right? Oh, and that's, like, bad. that's where my that's where my mind went to. I was like, The Holiday. That's, like, yes. I know. Did you ever see his movie, Alfie? I think so. Like you say it and I feel like I have like memories come up, but I don't actually know if I've seen all of it or if I've just like watched the trailer enough times that I'm like, I've seen the movie. (laughs) I was too young to watch that movie, but I watched it anyway. (laughs) And I was like, I shouldn't have been watching that. Um, I just, I just think it's so funny that celebrities are always caught with the nanny. So so and, like, okay. caught cheating on his wife with the nanny. <laughs> and, Boom. And caught then, cheating on his wife with the nanny. And then we get looked at and we're like, no, this is not a normal thing. It's not part of your job description. No, it's not. And it's not Even a though you know where the toys are. <laughs> they know what they're into. You know what he's into. You can be like, want to switch it up? This is terrible. Right. <laughs> but yeah, no, like Lifetime movies, like we do not set out to break up a family to murder anyone to clean up any children <laughs> <a> hundred <laughs> percent like lifetime movies and all these celebrities like hooking up with their nannies no a wife just suddenly goes missing right? allison's like i've been here all along <laughs> i've been here taking care of the children <laughs> i love it new movie coming out starring allison dewberry <laughs> Jude Law. Jude Law. The Holiday 2.0. And Tiger Woods is missing. <laughs> Hallmark, call me, please. This would be amazing. Would this oh be God. a whole block or a lifetime? I don't both, I feel. Um, we can get a Chris. We investigation can discovery. Investigation yes. discovery. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay, so before we get into any more questions. Do we want to do our taste test? Oh my gosh, yes. Yes, I've been dying. I need to preface with the fact that if you've listened to some of our episodes, you know that Jane is like part of her brand and we're still waiting for the call, but she loves Oreos, okay? You go to her personal Instagram, she's got like a whole highlight reel of like taste tests, different ones. So she put a call out that she needed these Lady Gaga Oreos. Did I find them on TikTok or you found them? Allison, who who sent someone sent a video? I and I sent I tagged you in them like on Facebook, mm. I think, because I saw them. And I was like, done, Jane. We need either way. Yeah. You both knew that well, I, I saw needed TikTok, and there was a guy it, like popped up in my forums, yes. and he was like, I drove all the way to the north, of the city of Calgary, I saw and it's that like TikTok. local. So then I sent it to Jane, but this is all on Allison. Allison found these. 
Oh my goodness. <laughs> I literally, okay, so I was in, okay, shout out to New Horizon Mall. Like, they were amazing. So I, we were walking, me and my friends were walking in New Horizon Mall, wearing masks. Clearly we were being safe. Don't worry. And and we walked by this window and I was like, those are Lady Gaga Oreos. I need those for Jane. Like Jane was the first person to pop in my mind. I was like, Jane needs these. I need to get these. The store was closed. And I was so sad. Oh no. I sent like Jane a text message and a photo. I was like, you need to come here and get them. So we were walking around the mall. We came back to like the center. They were open. I don't think I beelined for a store ever in my life this fast. (laughs) You just know. And I grabbed two packages, called Jane, and I was like, well, I then she's like, get one for Jen. <laughs> so I ran back I into the store. I dealt with like a Ziploc bag full of Oreos. I walked, I walked back in the store, like not even two minutes later, this poor man was like, this woman is gone crazy <laughs> buying up all these Oreos. Yeah. So, but we got, we've got to do it. We've I'm got to do this. Happen. I'm so excited. So to our listeners out there, I'm just going to describe to you the packet. It is this hot pink metallic packet that says Lady Gaga and rip. There's like a rip in it with green filled golden Oreos. And um, I will be also doing this on Instagram because I have to do it for the people. I have a fan. It does say that this cookie inspired by Chromatica on the side. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure what that means. But and it fun. also then says by Lady Gaga right here on the side too. Okay, we're all going to do it live on Instagram. Is that what's happening? Well, I'm going to for sure do mine live. We all open them at the same time because it's going to be very loud. Okay. Okay. So if you are into ASMR, this is totally going to be up your jam. If you don't want to hear us bite into a cookie or could give two craps about this, just like skip ahead 30 to a minute. Okay. And we'll see you on the other side. Okay. Okay. So we are going to open up the Oreos. You guys ready? Yeah. I'm filming. So ready? I need to preface with the fact that once this podcast is done, my husband will polish this entire package off. This is what they look like. They look like watermelon. Yeah, they look like a watermelon. So I'm doing this live for the podcast. Um, Green on the inside. Oh, they just smell so good. Like normal Oreos, but they smell good. Okay, are you ready to try it? Are we eating it or are we taking it Okay, cheers, mate. Cheers, the camera. Cheers. 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 Ready? Tastes like regular Oreos. Tastes like an exact regular Oreo and probably triple the price. So, uh, yes. <laughs> but they're still good. They taste mm-hmm. like not the regular ones. That's a no. lot. They taste like the like the vanilla ones. Mm-hmm. The golden ones. Yeah. Yes. The golden ones. Yeah. I'll actually give are they that worth there's the no chocolate. Horizon Mall. Pardon? I said, are they worth the drive to New Horizon Mall? They taste Instagram. They taste just like the golden ones. Yeah. I think chocolate. I think if you're in that general area and you want them, like go to New Horizon Mall if you're in that general area. But I wouldn't make a trip out there for them. I mean, they're cute looking though. I do like the water. Oh, mine has like, did you guys look at the cookie shell thingy? Like mine has like 
a level dancer, possibly Lady Gaga on it. No, I just shoved it in my mouth. <laughs> I just noticed hmm. it. So. Mine has a heart. Mine, mine has a heart. Mm. Mine has like, it's like little like Lady Gaga or something dancing. Oh yeah, right here. I've got it right there. Oh, Lady Gaga. <laughs> it's her being a monster. Look at her shoes. I thought it was like a dancing lizard. Oh. <laughs> a dancing lizard. That was just fun because they're hot pink. Mm-hmm. That was fun. Thank you very much. Yeah, that made my night. The, um, the uh, pack of Oreos. <laughs> my Thing husband is, thanks you in advance. <laughs> He's on a diet. Remind him of that. All right. <laughs> Well, that was fun. That was fun. We all need water now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now we'll do the ASMR for people. Okay. So we just, that was so much fun. We just have a few, I just have a few more questions. Uh-huh. In regards to nannying and Jen, like feel free to jump in any time and I'm sure we'll go off of that. But Alison, let's talk about being a nanny during probably one of the hardest years during 2020. So you're a nanny who's also working for two doctors who are heavily involved with this whole COVID situation, correct? They, they're they both like general... Pra- like they both GP- Thank you. I forgot the word. Okay. Yeah. So they're not as involved, but they are definitely involved in it. Like they've gone to like meetings about it, about like this stupid pandemic and that we're in. Have they seen cases? Yes, they have had some of their patients have had covid um clearly i don't know a lot because you know hipaa and everything oh obviously (laughs) yeah yeah. like but they have told me like when like patients come into like their practice if like either it's their patients or their co-workers patients like have tested positive like we're very open that way about Mm -hmm. it because we need to be yeah so what has that been like because for, for for everyone else out there, they either just like stopped going to work or worked from home mm-hmm. because that's what we had to do. But nannying, you you that that was your that was your job, and your, nannies your, never stopped. Yeah, yeah. So how how did that work for you? What did so, that look like? Did you have to isolate? Were you having to take tests, things like that? Um. I am so thankful that I have been able to work during this whole entire thing because I do know like tons of people have been laid off and not had jobs for I don't even know how long anymore. Uh Um, But for me, it was more I didn't ever have to isolate except for the one time that I came in contact with somebody who had COVID and I had to isolate. Yeah. Um, But other than that, it's been very like make sure I wash my hands, make sure I have a change of clothes, um, which I always uh, thought was weird. Does did it does it transfer on clothes? Well, in the beginning, they just didn't know because okay. it was so new that my bosses were like, "Hey, if you like are leaving our house and going somewhere else after, like you have to go to the grocery store or something, please bring a change of clothes so you can change from here." to there because they were more scared of like me transferring germs from Mm -hmm. their house going somewhere else where they knew in the morning coming there I'm just coming from my house in my car to their house like there was no stop in between yeah but definitely a lot of hand washing if I had like a sore throat because allergies or like a cough of anything like wear a mask um they would let me know if 
like they started feeling ill or if the girls started feeling ill, like as soon as it happened, if like if I needed to come in, like we've all been tested multiple times for COVID, thankfully, knock on wood nobody's gotten it so far thank you I'm like not near anything (laughs) with like um so thankfully that's like everything's come back negative for those but it's definitely been really interesting because they are both GPs they started in their office and then in like the winter time they were working from home as well so they do back and forth so if they were just doing like calls Mm -hmm. they would just work from home because there was no point going to the office so my ears would kind of have to like turn off because they didn't have a home office where they could sit and talk to their patients you know confidentially so I would never know who they were talking to but I like would turn my ears off yeah like I would turn my ears off so I wouldn't be able to hear them and I would just focus on the teeny human voices in the house instead so they were at home while you were working which I even remember doing that babysitting because it was babysitting but and I hated it I hated it when the parents were always home so that's just like just not an ideal situation when you're working yeah 100% and the girls like the parents were always very much Allison is here she is the boss and yeah. the girls, it was hard for them at first to like figure that out, especially when we pulled, they were both in school for half day because the oldest one is in kindergarten. The youngest one is three. So she was in preschool mm-hmm. and just for like everyone's safety, they pulled them out of school because they're like, we don't know what germs we're bringing home. We yeah. don't know what germs are at school. So at first it was hard because they're like, okay, mom and dad are home all day, but Allison's here. Who, like, who do I listen to? And the parents were just like, nope. Allison is here. She is the boss. Like what she says goes. End of story. No ifs, ands, or buts. Like she's the boss. Did you have to? I know a lot of people ended up having to teach at home. Did you have to teach? Yes, I will be adding home teaching to my resume. <laughs> oh my heck. That's like my nightmare. So it was nice though because we started off teaching like preschool because this all started like last year uh-huh. so the oldest one was in like her last year of like pre-kindergarten and the youngest was two so we could start we were still doing like abcs one two three so it was nice everyone could learn together uh-huh. and then as this school year started we had the oldest one in kindergarten but had to pull her out because the numbers were just getting too crazy again and so then I had to do kindergarten and preschool work which makes it a little bit harder because now they're on different learning levels yeah where I'm trying to figure out how to do like kindergarten math again (laughs) how hard is kindergarten math when you don't know like it's not hard but it's just trying to remember how to teach it because I know how to do it like I know like five and ten is 15 but how do you teach that Uh to somebody And then I'm trying to teach another child, like, how to sound out words and, like, what letters does each sound make? Yeah. Oh, that that would be the reading comprehension as well. Yeah. And so it's interesting having, like, this one child being able to count to, like, a thousand and then having this other child teaching them how to count to a (laughs) hundred. Yeah. And trying to split your life being like, okay, I'll do 20 minutes of schooling with you and I'll do 10 minutes of schooling with you. And now it's recess time and everyone go outside. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. 
and, and run a household on top of that. <laughs> yeah. And this then would affect your personal life because even when you leave, right, we're obviously in a pandemic, mm-hmm. but it's not like, oh, how am I wording this? But it's not like you can just go on a hard date. Yeah. Like you can't yeah. do anything because, because yeah. you're also interacting with kids the next day. Yeah, During and a pandemic and think, yeah. <laughs> and I don't have like, and being a nanny, you don't have co-workers. Yes, we have like a network of nannies throughout the world and in like your city and everything, but I don't have co-workers where you can stop after work and like talk in the hallway or something or email them and just be like, oh my gosh, did you see like what Judy did today? Or like, did you- Judy. Sorry to all the Judys out there. Freaking Judy. (laughs) I love you all. Or like, you can't email them and be like, did you see what Judy emailed like this other person today? Like you don't have those people to vent to about your workday either. And it's not like you could just not go into work either because these doctors needed you there to watch their kids so that they could still do their job heck so that would have been really crappy social distancing wise and then you're being a teacher on top of it yes while also trying to run the household while also trying to close off your ears so that you're not breaking any rules for the doctors like that's yes. really yeah tough. how has it changed since now that things are slowly opening back up are the kids back at school are you able to do more so in the middle of this whole pandemic <laughs> we, so I say we as like a collective, like the family I live for, moved as well. So thankfully we moved like 10 houses down, which is <laughs> It's nice. still a move. You still it's still a move. But they moved to a bigger house. So they were able to have an office, which made it a lot easier because they could close the office door and we would just be like, okay, mom and dad aren't here. They're in their office working, which made life a lot more easier because then we didn't have to tiptoe around. We could still be as loud as we wanted to be. Now the oldest one just went back to school and she's loving life. And it's weird not having two children in the house at all times. It's a weird adjustment to now just having a (laughs) three-year-old in the house alone. Um, And they, my bosses still work sometimes from home, but most of the time they are like, in their own offices, out of the house, doing their work. And if they are home, they're in the ha- the home office. So they're not there anyway. It feels a little bit more normal. Yeah, it feels, okay. it's starting to feel back to normal like it was pre-COVID. Okay, you're getting there, you're getting there. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so there's, I have just two more questions. First one is, um, if people are looking to to hire a nanny, and I know that there is such a like a almost like a cop out people sometimes feel, which I think is absolutely ridiculous because if you need help doing your accounting, you hire an accountant. Mm-hmm. If you need help doing your cleaning, you hire a maid. But I know mothers especially feel a lot of guilt when there's when they feel like they need to hire a nanny. Mm-hmm. Which again, you do you, and you if you can't do something, like there are people out there trained to do it. Yeah. What is something that you would recommend to other parents out there who are looking to hire a nanny, some things to look for, to ask for, so that they feel like when they're inviting this stranger into their home to look after their most prized, not possession, but you know what I mean, like their most loved person in the world for them. What is something that you're like, these are things that you should be looking for in a nanny to make sure that they are a good fit for your family? Okay, first thing anyone needs to look at is their own personal budget. 
because nannies are expensive and we are not a daycare so we cannot charge like ten dollars per child like some daycares can we are expensive it is our career this is what we do for a living and lots of people don't understand that part so when they're looking for a nanny they're like oh can we pay you like twelve dollars an hour so not even minimum wage because that's what they're used to in like the daycare day home world or the 15 year old down the street yeah or the 15 year old down the street Mm -hmm. and that is something you need to watch for as well because if you're paying somebody less than minimum wage that's the type of work you're going to get okay so you need to at least pay be able to afford to pay your nanny minimum wage like that's the first thing if you cannot afford that you cannot afford a nanny unfortunately yeah, no, at least yeah. not like an agency kind. Yeah, well, even like me, I don't go through an agency. I just find all my jobs on my own. Okay. And, and like even with an agency, that gets more money because you have to pay the agency first and then you pay yeah. the agency, the agency pays your nanny. It's weird. I just don't like the middle person there. Mm-hmm. So I do it myself. Another thing, make sure you get a background check. Like you can get a driver's abstract. You can get a actual background check from the police station like does does the individual being hired have to go get that or would the would me as a parent go get that I always go get it I just go to like my local police station and I say hey I need a background check they'll ask you like what job you're applying for like if you have a company name like and then you just like give them your sin number your birthday your driver's license, something that has like all your information on it. Uh-huh. And then they look you up and mail it to you. Okay. So make and sure it's you... for you. Yes. It's for me. So uh-huh. anytime I go, I have one and they're good for like seven years or something like that. But I've always gotten a brand new one when I go, like when yeah. I get hired just, just to... so it's up to date. Yeah. So it's up to date. So that one time we <laughs> caught doing this. <laughs> yeah. So you want to make sure you always get a background check yeah. because you just never know. It's this, this is a world we live in. You just never know. And then always also like go with your gut. Like that's a big one because you can tell when you like mesh with a person right away, mm-hmm. like Go with that feeling. If you're going to hire somebody, don't go with the person. They may like their resume may look amazing and they might have like 25 years of experience and all these different things. But if you guys don't mesh well, it's not going to work in the long run. So always make sure that and if you are interviewing a nanny, have the children there. Oh, really? Yes. The children will tell you if they like the person because that's the person they have to hang out with eight plus hours a day. Always have the children there, even if it's for like a 10 minute interaction, Mm-hmm. have them there because you'll get a sense of what the nanny's like what your children are gonna be like yeah and that's always good to have and I'm just trying to think of like other things now this is a this is a legitimate job you're not being paid under the table you're, no, you're paying yes. taxes on this yes, too right? you'll want yes you want to see a contract every nanny needs a contract everything should be legal um the parents who are look like hiring the nanny they will pay the taxes that is their job to do all the taxes and everything 
everyone must sign a contract. All contracts are going to like look different based on who you're working for and whatnot, but have a contract, sign a contract. It's legal between the two of you. It'll save everyone's butt if something horrible happens. Uh Yeah. Right. I've heard too many horror stories of people who work under the table who then get fired and then don't get paid for their last two weeks of working, but they have no contract. So they can't even take it to small claims court. So then they're out however much money. Right. So those would be my big things. So I'm a very big, sorry, Jen, if you have any questions, please. No, keep going. You're good. I'm a very big friends fan. Mm-hmm. No, like I do not love it. I think okay. Ross Geller, though, is the biggest, the most toxic man for Rachel. But that's a whole other thing. Okay, He's completely it. toxic. But he, let's talk about, have you seen it? Have I seen Friends, Jane? Of course I have. Of course you have. <laughs> Sandy the Manny. So he's a male nanny. Yes. And Ross has some very high reservations and he doesn't like it. He says, it's not natural. I hate that line, but it's not natural. Um, what do you say about, with within your industry, you said that you're in a quite a few groups. Yes. What is it like female to male ratio? So I'm being very general with that. It's but. very much a female dominated, like, mm-hmm. um, 100%. There are some great mannies out there. Manny the Manny. I remember that Instagram <laughs> account. It was yep. the best. There are tons of great mannies out there. Um, tons of people have reservations because, yes, it's a man coming in to look after your children, not like the status quo, not the norm. But to me, I'm like, if that's what you're looking for, especially single moms who have boys look for mannies more than they'll look for a, a nanny because they want that male figure mm, influence a positive yeah. influence yeah mm-hmm. that positive influence in their son's lives if they don't have one already yeah. so to me I'm like if that's what you need I'm not going to be offended if you're like hey we're not looking for a female nanny we would like a male absolutely go for it that's what you need in your life to make your house run better yeah like, but yes, it is a very female dominated career. Yeah. I say up yours to Ross Geller because <laughs> Sandy the Manny was awesome. That was Freddie Prince Jr. Jen, you look like you haven't seen it. Have you I feel seen like it? I never, I haven't watched the entire however many seasons there are. Ten, ten seasons. That's it. <laughs> yeah. It's um, brilliant. I feel like every time we're on this podcast we talk about a show that like I barely watch oh that's true I'm sorry <laughs> again you guys know what I watch let's talk serial killers I'm down I'm down I'm for that for I'm that I just literally the other day was like Jane how do you not know who Kristen Smart is and I like yelled at her <laughs> yeah did I, you hit there was a breakthrough in that case I think yes. that's amazing in the Kristen Smart case? Yeah. Yes. Oh, Jen, I'll just send you the information. Please do. <laughs> you should look it up, though. It's actually very sad, but they, 24 years it's been, 25, 24? 25. 25 years. There's finally a breakthrough in the case. So I'm really hopeful for her family and for her loved ones that they get some answers because it's finally happening. Gosh. Okay. Uh, last question. My last question, at least. I'm sorry. Um, I want to know some of your best funny kids say the darndest things kind of thing like what is the funniest things that kids have done for you in your career as being a nanny oh my okay kids are 
they hear everything, they see everything. They are freaking sponges. Mm-hmm. So, okay. So the last family I nannied for, I still love them dearly. And I see them like, all, not like on a regular basis, but enough. Like their oldest daughter is a teenager. She still texts me. Mm-hmm. That's how much I love them. The boy, when he was younger, this one actually just popped up on my Facebook memories too, which is the greatest. We were at the dog park just walking their dog and a Dalmatian walked by and he stopped me and he goes, Allison, it's a cow dog. Oh my God. (laughs) It was like the cutest thing ever because he was like three at the time. So this dog was like the same size as him and everything. And he was like, it's a cow dog. Oh my gosh, so cute. I had, and then- just the other day my three-year-old were sitting at the table they're eating dinner and my three-year-old goes Allison I'm gonna miss you and I was like oh okay I'm gonna miss you too like I know I'm leaving it's the weekend I'm going home (laughs) and I was like I'll see you on Monday and she's like yeah I'll see you on Monday but please don't die and I was like excuse me what and I was like I'm not gonna die and she's like yeah, you're going to die on Monday. So I'm going to miss you. <laughs> oh my gosh. I was like, I, oh, okay. Thank you. You stayed home all weekend. You did not leave your doorway. Right? <laughs> I wouldn't. I was like, what is happening in my life? Um, terrifying. I have had, <laughs> right? Holy I have had another family I nannied for their oldest daughter was playing with Barbies and she looked at me and she's like, have you seen my legs? And I was like, they're attached to your body. She's like, no, have you seen my Barbie's legs? And I was like, no, I haven't. Like they should be on your Barbie. (laughs) She's like, I don't know. I put them somewhere and I can't remember. And then she was like, then I just remember her. And she was like, I guess dad must've took them to work. What did dad do? Barbie legs. I want to know what dad's job was. He literally worked upstairs in the home office from home because he like worked out of province. Mm. So he was always on the computer. I don't know. Like dad had no idea where these Barbie's legs were either. (laughs) My dogs always blame the dogs. Yeah. And I've had like children be like, Alston, will you wait and marry me when I get bigger? I'm like, no, I won't wait that long. <laughs> like if I'm still single by the time you're old enough to yeah. get married, I, like, I don't know. <laughs> so, right? I'll have a pet pig. Right? But no, like kids, they I've heard if you and like your significant other fight, if you like just talk like just in your daily conversations, if your kids overhear it, I will know about it. <laughs> Oh my gosh. So like if you're trying to keep something a secret, talk about it after your kids go to bed. Yes. Because I will know when you're pregnant, even if you don't tell me, because a child will tell me. Oh my gosh. (laughs) Yeah. Like I some kids can't keep a secret. Like I want to say like a month ago, my husband and I both got speedy tickets. Okay, separately. (gasps) Separate speeding tickets. My kids were with me in the vehicle when I got mine. And I swore cash to secrecy. I was like, we can't tell daddy, okay? And he was like, okay, no problem. He hadn't spoken of it. Hadn't spoken of it. And then Shane told me about his speeding ticket. We like kept it a secret from each other. And cash is like, oh yeah, I've got a speeding ticket too. (laughs) 
And I was like, oh, oh, oh. and so Shane's like, oh yeah, hey, when did that happen? I'm like, oh, no. I just lips closed for so long. And then it just, like, he couldn't anymore. He had to just let it go. Oh my Lexi just blabbed. Sorry, Allison. Do you want to go? No, I was just saying, oh my goodness. Like that is, that's the stuff I will find out. <laughs> Lexi today, I can't, I was at the gym today and my AirPods broke. Like I have the, the fake ones. And Zach had phoned me when I was at the gym and he's like, do you want a new pair? And I was like, I'd like a new pair. Like my birthday's coming up. Maybe I can get one then. And I get home and Lexi comes running up to me. She goes, we bought you pink, um, pink headphones. And I was like, wait, what? And Zach's like, oh my gosh, Lexington. <laughs> and he's like, we didn't buy them yet, but we were looking at your headphones with a pink case, like the AirPods and you can get those silicone cases with it. He goes, I told Lexi to not say a word to you because it's for your birthday. <laughs> and it's the very first thing she came running over. We're buying you pink headphones. Oh my word, kids. Yeah, like pure excitement, yeah. Total yeah. excitement, but kids can't keep secrets. So. No, they can't keep secrets. And oh. my favorite right now is on the weekends when the girls will watch a movie and then they'll be like, have you seen this movie? And not remember the title. And I'll be like, I, I don't know. Because they'll be like, have you seen this movie with some, we'll just say like Elsa, even though I know Frozen, I've memorized Frozen, Frozen is life. Yeah. <laughs> they'll be like have you seen this movie with Elsa in it and I'll be like no I haven't can you describe it to me I don't need to see the movie anymore because I've just like they've just described the entire movie oh I remember when Frozen 2 came out um the oldest had gone and seen it in theaters and she was ready like she was at the breakfast table in the morning being like Elsa I have to tell you about Frozen 2 and I looked at her like dead in the eyes and I was like you do not speak of Frozen 2 I have not seen it yet you, like because she got to go like premiere day so like uh, nobody else had seen it and I was like when you get to school you do not tell anyone about this movie like we had a serious conversation oh about gosh. not ruining Frozen 2 and she's like well I just have to tell you she's like you're gonna meet Samantha and I was like who is Samantha oh she's like word. I can't tell you <laughs> We listen to that song in the car, like just randomly, like especially if Bolt is screaming, we'll just throw that on. And when he's like walking around, da -da -da -da, Samantha. And I always look at Holt and he just starts like cackling and is like our oh, favorite part of the show. That I don't is even know it's Samantha. Part. Yeah, that is like our favorite part. And so like I like was like, no, you have to swear to secrecy. Like you cannot tell anyone. You have to wait two weeks. And he was like, I don't know if I It's a good grace period. <laughs> yeah. I was Aww. like, after two weeks, you can. But she was like, she was like, okay. And I could see her like every day coming home from like preschool, like bursting at the seams to like talk to somebody about this movie. So as soon as I saw it in theater, she was like, okay, I can talk to you about it now. <laughs> like Aww. every day she would ask me, she'd be like, are you going to see Frozen 2 yet? Are you going to see Frozen 2 yet? I'm like, is this age your favorite? Yes, I am definitely like a baby to like kindergarten nanny. That's like my junior high. I have done junior high as well. It's great for more challenging. Yeah, it's challenging, but it's also great in different ways because you can have like actual conversations with somebody in junior high and like talk to them about things that are going on in their life and in the world and they understand you. On a serious note though, like if you were to do junior high to high school, you become like a safe zone 
for people, like for teenagers. Like I have like a 15 year old niece and I think about like, obviously she doesn't have a nanny, but if she was like that, you know, like I'm a safe zone for her, her mom is, but I feel like maybe if a teenager isn't super close with their parents, you become that like bridge between them. I don't think that gets enough credit where it's due. Oh, 100%. And the last family I nannied for, their child is now, their oldest girl is, she's going to be 14. She's 14. She's going to be 15. So she's in grade nine. Is that grade nine, grade Mm -hmm. 10? Somewhere Mm -hmm. in there. She still has my phone number. Like she calls me, she texts me. She knows. She lives like three blocks away. She knows if she's not, like if she's home alone and she doesn't feel safe or if she's anywhere, she can call me and I will come get her. Her parents, like, they're okay with this as well. Like I have a key to their house. Mm -hmm. They know like if she is scared at home, she is allowed to come here. If clearly, if I am home, if I'm not home, then she can't come. But if I am home, she is more than welcome to come to my house. We've had girls nights, just the two of us Mm -hmm. together. So she knows that my house and I am like a safe zone. And I tell all my kids, as they get older, I'm like, you can tell me anything you want. I cannot tell your parents unless you're going to hurt yourself, someone's hurting you, or you're going to hurt somebody else. Those are Mm -hmm. my three things that I'm like, then I have to tell your parents. Yeah. Other than that, like you can tell me anything and it stays with me. Yeah. You know, the whole, I can see how you guys became best friends. You guys both have that same, like safe capacity, right? Mm -hmm. Within, I mean, I don't think that I'm scary to people. (laughs) Do you know what I mean? Like there's like a safe zone for it, right? And I feel like you're approachable. You're both so approachable. Aww. Thank you. (laughs) And we just like to shower and talk together. That sounds so wrong. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) You know what I mean from being in the the wall wall previously. And quote Samantha and Frozen. (laughs) That was you. with you (laughs) okay anyway um well I think that that's it for today if people are looking to get a nanny or thinking about becoming one do you have any resources where they can find some information that you would recommend um there's a ton of resources out there a bunch of it is based in the United States which is totally fine you can go and learn um if you are looking to be a nanny or just want more information on how to become a nanny just like dm me and i can send you a whole bunch of links because there's like too many websites and stuff (laughs) for me to like just should they go to school for it should they they take any first aid classes things like that 100 take cpr first aid that is an absolute must. Um, you like if you have a car and you can drive, that's always a plus. Not ever needed, but if you do have like access to a vehicle and can drive it, that's great. Um, there's no formal schooling unless you're in the UK. Then they have an actual nanny school, but you have to go there. So unless that's part of your actual own budget to become a nanny. <laughs> no like formal school like you can't get a degree Mm. in this there's tons of different certificates you can go and research and find depending on what type of nanny you want to be so if you like you could be like a newborn nanny and then I would suggest taking newborn classes and 
and that kind of thing. But there's no, like, you can't go to the UFC and get like a nannying course. Yeah. And get a degree in nannying. Any degree really helps. Like I have a degree in family and marriage studies. Uh, That must help. (laughs) And a degree in travel and tourism. So (laughs) I mean, like they go hand in hand. Right. (laughs) So there are like, if you do have an, some kind of background uh, that's a that's a podcast for another day <laughs> look we're working on it okay <laughs> well, never ignored my skills do you have any people i set up that are now engaged or married just saying i'm two for two whoa, 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 whoa. i'm eight for eight okay so why is she single i, I understand you're letting her down <laughs> i have introduced her to someone <laughs> i'm letting the magic happen Okay. <laughs> Just let it happen. Okay. And so, yeah, so you can't get a formal education. I love how she's trying to be serious yeah, still. I'm trying to be serious. <laughs> but if you do have a background in like teaching, in like ECE, in psychology, <laughs> like back to the eight for eight. Allison, if you and this gentleman mess this up for me, I'm going to be pissed. <laughs> <laughs> no pressure. <laughs> Um, those are always blessings. Oh my gosh. So um, if anybody is looking for a nanny, um, she can help you. Yeah. Are you a point? Single dad. <laughs> Jude Law? Jude Law, you, you broke up with her, right? There, no, there. That's all, that's Tiger was just recovering from surgery. He needs someone. He also left his wife at one point for the nanny, so we don't go there either. Oh, you're the nanny. No, but he's but he's already done it once. You can't do it again. That's cliche. His wife is exactly married to some gorgeous man. Yeah, who whose wife? Tiger Woods is. What was her name? L. I forget. L. Lindgren or something like that. Yeah, and she was she's gorgeous. Like I don't even know. Both these men had like bombshells for wives. So who's Jude Law married to? He was Sienna Miller is who he yeah. was married to, and, and then, she's stunning. And Ellen Nordegren. Oh, I was yeah. really, really far. And so these gorgeous, gorgeous women had these gorgeous nannies, and then the husbands did things they weren't supposed to. So I feel like once you've done that, once you can't do it again. Yeah, right? Oh, that's true. So, yeah. Uh, can we just know that Tiger Woods' real name is not Tiger? What is it? It's Eldrick Taunt Woods. What? I always, that's just a fun fact for you. I, always thought was, I just Eldrick. assumed his name was Tiger and I thought his parents were cool and hip or something. <laughs> I honestly was like, that's such a cool name. Nope. That is a name. How did he find Tiger in that? <laughs> I don't know. It was probably the name as a child, like Miley Cyrus. She was always, Miley was part of her nickname. Wait, I'm sorry. Are you telling me Miley Cyrus is not her real name? No, no. her real name is Destiny. They would call oh her. Oh my gosh, my blown right now. What is happening in this world? <laughs> my name's not Jane. <laughs> what? My real name's oh, not Jane. Don't do this to me. Okay, just go away. Don't do this to me. Okay, guys, my real name is Jennifer, okay? There were 75 of us in each class. And do you know what name is never coming back again? Jennifer. It probably won't. Although you do get to share it with Rachel Green, Jennifer Aniston, who I adore, as we've already learned. Yes, I, I agree. But like being a newborn photographer, you know how you see like names come in cycles, right? Yeah. I've you never met to get back on the, 
the oh. older train now, right? Because I've older, seen a lot of older, like Marigold, Gretel. I've seen yes, those. You I, know what name I want? And this, like, if anybody's listening and you're pregnant with a little girl, you need to name your baby this. Maud. <gasps> How friggin' cute would that be for a little Maud? That is oh my. Maud. Oh my Maud. I just love like those. That's like, adorable. I love those names. And Maud is like one of my favorite names. Like the girls right now, when they play like dolls and they play house, they're ch- like their children, their dollies always have like the best old names. Like Gertrude was a baby today. I was oh, like, Maud, how do you come up with this name? They had Gertrude and Dorothea. And I was like, Oh, that's one I know I listen to a lot of Taylor Swift at work and like the girls love her too and I know Dorothea is one of the songs but I'm like how like how would you come up with these names like Gertrude like where did this come from I the name you're coming back like Hazel like that was my grandma's name and I remember my mom always telling me that like she hated her name but these names are all making like a comeback especially oh, I love old boy names like the new trend this is way off topic but the new trend is like naming your baby boy after like your great grandpa or your great great grandpa and like using those names but old girl names are not coming back too too much so anybody needs a a name oh i'm sure you saw jane but like one of my dearest friends just had a little baby girl and they named their daughter aniston okay and I messaged her when, when she had the baby and I was like, that was one of the names I wanted to call Reagan. Oh. We had a few names and I turned to Zach and I said, what about Aniston? I love it. And you can just call her Annie. Yeah. Go for it. So she's Reagan. Um, I love it. One of the, we had like four names that we really liked. But the other one I remember you telling me was London. London. Yes. So we narrowed it down to either Reagan or London, but Aniston was there and Olivia was there. If we were going to have a girl, which would never happen, I will have, not that I'm having any more babies, but I would have 12 boys. Um, we were going to name her Price. And I'm still so like, I love, I love that, that name, name so much. I would never have even ever thought of that. And we were going to name Holt Crew. Oh, I love that. But yeah. then Cash and Crew, it just sounded like a biker gang. And we were like, <laughs> yeah, the Walden biker gang. This is going to be today. No, they came earlier today. Oh. It's every night, you guys. Every night. Okay, well, I saw a video the other day of the the streetcar gang on Deerfoot that I hear every night from my window. (laughs) (laughs) That's so loud. The city. It's actually really quiet in like inner city Calgary. Like it's so quiet. The most I have is like, you know, the odd siren going by. I have downtown. I, li- I live in Killarney. Nobody stalk me now that you know where I live. <laughs> this is her address. One, two, three, four, five, six, three, southeast. <laughs> I'm making that up. I live in Killarney. So, like, we have a whole bunch of construction. Like, so during the day, houses are being built. But other than that, it's quiet in here. I'm a fire hole. It was Friday night or Saturday night. I can't remember. But Friday and Saturday, yeah. I swear these like streetcar gangs race on Deerfoot and we back onto Deerfoot. And so that's all you hear. And you can hear them. It was loud. But I've been to your house and I'm like, I don't think you're that close because of all the turns that you have to make. Are you really that close to Deerfoot? We're probably like, there's probably like a row, maybe two rows of houses before the wall. That was really, really loud. I know. That video you sent me. So that's it crazy. Like fast, too fast, too furious, Calgary edition. Oh my God. Oh goodness. I mean, life. 
sometimes we can hear like people racing on like crow child and down like 17th like now that you really know where i live please don't stalk me <laughs> but- they just drop their kids on your doorstep i hear you're an annie yeah Jude law dropped his kids off would you watch them pardon if jude law dropped his kids off would you watch them um, I would be very concerned on why I have random kids in my lawn, but probably for the safety of all children, I would look after them. I would ask if he <laughs> needs a nanny. <laughs> Jude, do you need a nanny? No, again, Jane, he's already done that. We can't do it again. <laughs> I mean, like maybe. He's Jude Law. And Tiger never changes his stripes. And hey. his name is Eldrick. <laughs> Okay. Well, thank you so much for being with us tonight. Thank oh, you for welcome. the Oreos. Um, anything else? Anything else to add? I think that was beautiful. I think you kind of gave a glimpse into not only nannying, but like during COVID with a family of doctors, like this is a whole other different version of nannying, I feel like. And you guys do so much more than people probably even think. And oh, yeah. anybody ever compares you guys to babysitters, don't backhand them. <laughs> don't worry I pretty much do every time I hear it I like in my mind I like punch them in the face but also just remember that nannies like we are the forgotten part of these of the pandemic we like people forget that we exist like any child care person please give them a, an elbow not a high five we don't want to spread germs give them like an elbow <laughs> or something just like a, I got you. <laughs> like, just remember to thank like your like day home person, your daycare person, your nanny, anyone who's working with your children, your teachers, anyone who's working with your children during this time because teachers. it's been crazy and it's only going to get I think crazier as we try and figure out whatever this new world. Mm-hmm. I is. agree, one hundred percent. Awesome. Okay. Well, thank you so much, Allison. And uh, yeah, we're going to have to have you on again. This was so fun. Different taste test next time. Yes. (laughs) Yes. All right. Awesome. Okay. Okay. Thanks so much. (laughs) Bye. Bye. Hey, mamas, before you go, if you love this show and found it benefited you in an amazing way, take a screenshot of this podcast and post it in your Instagram stories. Tag us in it and you'll share it. And also, if you haven't gone to iTunes yet, take in 30 seconds to leave us a review and told us how much you love us go do that it pushes us and lights us up like you can't even imagine you guys are why we decided to do this show so thanks for listening and we can't wait to chat with you next time